let's address this issue about why 10,000 women are so important um, and what we as women can mobilize around it. We care. And so I think one of the frustrations is that so many of our young people are leaving and our kids aren't staying. So, you know, I'm just going to call on y'all individually to give a very brief 30 second, one minute answer. Um, because I think our, this conversation will resonate with a lot of other people. So, Lori, why do you think 10,000 women is necessary and what would it take to get your kids back? Well, Louisiana has to have something to offer. I have three daughters. None of them, they were educated here in Louisiana and then they left because the opportunities were a lot better and there are no opportunities for them in their career fields. And so Louisiana's got to change and they have to understand that women matter and women's issues matter because I have three daughters. Louisiana's not helping them. It's got nothing to offer. As a matter of fact, it's anti-women at times. And so I'm frustrated. My grandkids aren't going to be here. So what does that leave for me? I think we have to understand that women matter. Women's voices matter. Joining together, we can change. And that we're going to have to. Um, what else? Louisiana has, you know, they're taking our future and it's leaving. Well, you know, Martha, you've got three kids. Where are your kids and why do you think this is an important initiative? You know, the more that we're talking about this, I'm thinking if we don't have any message other than we're mothers and we're so frustrated and sad because all, I mean, if we added up the numbers between us of children who have left the state and been educated here and are somewhere else and our grandchildren too, that is an incredibly powerful message. You know, I have a son um, outside of Plano, Texas. His wife is a social worker. Um, he's in the tech industry. They could move back basically for what he does, but because of the school systems that and, and everything else there, he doesn't even want to talk about it. I have a daughter in Columbus, Georgia. Same thing, two grandchildren there and a son in Colorado. And um, I mean, I think this, this message in itself is so unbelievable. I think dads care, of course, that their children are not here, but moms and grandmothers really, really care. And, I, you know, as I said, I've gotten to where I, you know, my daughter told me the other day she's coming in for Jazz Fest. And I, and I think, well, yeah, you come from Mardi Gras, y'all come for Jazz Fest, but you're not coming back. So yeah, I have three and six grandchildren and they're, I'm always flying somewhere to see them. Um, and they come in for all the fun things in New Orleans and that's it. Well, Louisiana is now becoming a great place to be from instead yeah. of a great place to be. Okay. Deborah, tell us about why you think this is the right initiative and, and, and what's important to you. I think that the, that the idea of building for future generations is not a new idea. It's an old idea. And, and we just need to take it very seriously. We need to build for our future, for our children, for our grandchildren. I want my granddaughter to be here. My children want to come back. But they have they that, you know, they are in situations that are that are better right now. Two of my three uh, children. So I think that the idea of building for the future, building for the long term, Melissa, you said that also, but, but also encouraging those folks who don't live here anymore. You know, the Saints did it well. There's now a Saints nation out there. 
and it's not just people from uh, from Louisiana, from the greater New Orleans area, or from the Gulf Coast. It's all over, and that and so we need to be the voices of all those progressives who are living in New York and love to come here for Jazz Fest. Let's make Louisiana better. You know, let's be let's reflect those ideals and those goals. Let's not just be you know, the ones we laugh at it, who show up on, on the television. Let's be the people, the, the, the aspirational role that going, giving to the next generation the best of what you inherited from those who came before you. I think that this has been repeated over and over again in this conversation. We're not building for ourselves. We're building for the future. And, you know, the Native American thing, seven generations. I, I don't think we have seven generations that we can risk here. We need to build for the next generation and the ones, the children who are being born today. And, and, and why are we doing it? We're doing it so that they can have good nourishment, good opportunities, fresh opportunities that their parents didn't have, just like I had opportunities my parents didn't have. But we need to provide that for, for every child here. And, um, and so that's what, one thing that makes this organization, this initiative special is kind of an, uh, a loose umbrella and of organizational um, progressiveness. And uh, I think a lot of people across the, the country would like to see that in Louisiana. Our children who are living in Philadelphia or New York or Denver want to see that. And they can be those voices as well. Yeah, so it's build, build for the present and build for the future and bring the kids home. So, Jarrell, why do you think this is the right idea? Well, I agree with what everyone's been saying. I, too, have a daughter who lives out of state. She's in Denver. Uh, she's a theater professional and college professor, and uh, she's been in high demand with her degree from LSU in theater production and stage management. Uh, when she decided to get her master's so she could teach at the college level, she had four graduate schools offer her positions, and she took the most prestigious. She never lacks for a job, but they're always outside Louisiana. And she loves the Denver vibe. I don't think we'll ever get her back. But on the other hand, last summer, she brought a dozen of her friends to New Orleans and to Baton Rouge to come and see what we have to offer. She loves Louisiana. She's proud of her heritage. Her friends loved it. They can't wait to come back. But they're coming back to play, not to live. That's it. And we need we need to get a grip on the employment issues. We also need to get a grip on our environmental issues before we get completely washed away. And we need to make a legislature aware that we have more important things to deal with in Louisiana than women's reproductive freedom and and CRT, which is not being taught anywhere. We need to get down to the most important things, like I said before, we're completely washed away. And you know, we lose New Orleans and half of you know, South Louisiana, and there is no place to come home and play. But we have well, important yeah, things to deal with in this state and the legislature is not dealing with them. Yeah, swing at every culture war pitch and continue to divide Louisiana instead of focusing on solving problems. And right. I think that's the general frustration is that there's a lot to be fixed. Now, Taryn, you, you've decided to stay and build your career in, in Louisiana. I mean, why do you think uh, 10,000 women is the right idea? 
Uh, I think it is the right idea and best idea simply because, you know, someone, you know, for example, myself had to stay here to be close to the legislature in order to, you know, have my voice heard. Um, oftentimes women feel like, you know, we are often neglected. We feel like we are simply um, just abused, if you will, by the legislation often that comes down from, um, you know, our legislators in terms of education, in terms of healthcare, in terms of wages, you know, it's like pick a group and women often are left out and our voices aren't heard. And so, um, as they always say, there's strength in numbers and this is an excellent opportunity for there to be a collective uh, resounding voice of women um, who can all go forward to not just our legislature, you know, be it city council or whatever the case may be. But this is an awesome opportunity for all of us to collectively have our voices heard um, all at one time. I agree. And you actually ran for the legislature. We need more women to be involved in running for, for elective office at all levels. I mean, part of this is helping women to understand what's at stake and that we have a powerful role to play to address it. Now, Novella, you spent most of your career out of state, but you came back to retire to Louisiana. So why do you think 10,000 women is important? Well, I came back because I love this place. I love Louisiana so much. And my children joined me here. And um, again, they had one of them had to leave because there was no um, room for growth for him. So that saddened me. We were joyfully all together for a while. And this, it, was, it was the perfect life for a little while. And then their kids realized, oh, gotta go mom. So, but I um, realized very quickly that the legislation, the legislators of the state were pretty tone deaf and clearly were not um, representing an entire portion of this state that women were not truly represented and not clearly represented. And that because they were not represented, no one was listening to them. So I started working to get women elected to office at the state legislature. And I will continue that work. Um, this is something really critical that we have to do because we have to stop the abusive legislation that's being passed that keep women down, keep them from prospering and keeping, keeping their families from staying together, creating education, large holes in education. We have a lot of difficult problems and it's, easier for me to see now because I lived in a place that those things didn't exist. So I understand that it's possible to have a world where those things are not happening. So I wanna help make that a reality. Well, Angela, you're, you know, thank you, Novelle, and thanks for coming back to, to join the efforts. And uh, Angela, you, your kids are in other places now too. So. Why do you think is, this is an important initiative? Well, as many of the others have said, um, there's not a lot to keep our children here in Louisiana. 
the outside of the petrochemical businesses, there are not a lot of businesses for them to have good paying jobs that they can sustain themselves and their families in the long term. Um, the legislature, uh, you know, I, I just remembered a fact uh, a few minutes ago. It, it wasn't until 1980 that the law making women the property of their husbands was taken off the books here. But the mindset has never left. And the legislature continues to not invest in women and families in this state. And until they do that, our children are going to leave. Women are never going to be able to get ahead. And it's not just single women. You know, when we're part of our, our families, we're half of the family unit. And it is very, very important that that investiture be made so that women can thrive because if women thrive, our families thrive. It is not enough in this day and age for the quote unquote husband to go out and make and be the breadwinner. It takes both the husband and wife or man and woman or woman and woman, man and man, however your family is put together to go out. And it takes two earners to make a, a, a life, a comfortable life for your family. And, you know, we see it every legislative session. Um, they're constantly uh, in this culture war over uh issues that affect families, that affect women, whether it's reproductive issues, whether it's equal pay, uh, paid family leave. Um, you know, women, we're caregivers. We start out being caregivers to our children, and then we transition to be caregivers for our parents. And I recently had to take a month of uh, family medical leave to take care of my newborn granddaughter and she required some medical attention. Um, she spent a, a month in uh, NICU and I needed to take time off to be able to acclimate her into our household to make sure she was taken care of. And I have six grandchildren. How many of them are going to leave Louisiana? They're aged 14 to six months, 14 years to six months old. So I'll just be a few how minutes. How many of them are going to leave Louisiana once they get their education or even leave to get an education? You know, our educational system K through 12 is deplorable. And Louisiana is, is consistent in that. We're consistent in having a terrible education system, although we do have some very good colleges and universities here. Um, there's plenty so, to do. There's plenty there, to do. There's Andrew. definitely you plenty to do. You are absolutely right. And, you know, most of us are women of a certain age, and, and we Kit Taryn is a young woman. And, Jenny, you're a young mother, children. I mean... What's the message to your friend network? Why should uh, younger women with school-age kids want to be part of 10,000 women? 
Well, I mean, you, you all have so eloquently said the challenges that you face with your children growing up and becoming educated and then leaving. And I, as a, as a mother of, of younger children, I, I can't imagine that future. And I don't want to imagine that future. I want to imagine a future where my children live in the community in which I live and, and that we can happily live in the same community because it offers something of value to them. But, you know, I have an 11 year old daughter and, you know, right now it's hard for me to imagine me even wanting her to stay in Louisiana when she grows up because I want so much for her. And I'm, I'm not sure that Louisiana is going to be able to give that to her, <clears throat> at least if we continue on this path. And, you know, I have a six-year-old son um, and, you know, he, he's on the spectrum. He's neurodiverse. And again, I'm not sure that Louisiana is going to be able to, to be a place where he can thrive um, and be his exceptional, amazing self. You know, when he grows up, it's real, it's struggling really hard to even remotely meet his needs right now. Um, and, you know, the truth is I'm a Louisiana by choice. I moved here with my husband 14 years ago and decided to stay here and raise my family here because there are so many things that I genuinely love about Louisiana. And those things had such a, a huge attraction for us that we really wanted to stay here and put down roots. But it is increasingly hard to kind of justify that decision to ourselves. And we do always continually wonder if our children would be better off being raised somewhere else. Um, and I think Taryn said it amazingly when she said, women are basically in an abusive relationship with Louisiana at this point. Um, and the reality is that we love Louisiana, but it does not love us back. And, and we deserve to live in a state that loves and values its women as much as anyone else in the state. Well, you know, this has been a wonderful conversation of reasons why people should be part of 10,000 women. We want to encourage women across the state of Louisiana to join us at 10,000womenla.org. We'll be launching this initiative to bring together women across the state to make their voices heard because we know what's at stake for the future of our families and the future of Louisiana. So come be part of 10,000 women as we make our voices heard and build the future that our children and our grandchildren. So join us at 10,000womenla.org. Thanks.